future, talk radio will actually educate, inspire, and make you think. The future is now. Topics and music that affect your life from Universal Broadcasting Network. Tune in at ubnradio.com. <laughs> this hi welcome back to plus this i'm kathy deach and i am eva tingleon <laughs> i had to say my name like that i just felt like <laughs> you know i fight with peter i don't think peter says my last name right how does he say he says my last name tingly and i'm like my name is not tingly i'm not brettish <laughs> my last name is tingly tingly i want the g tingly yeah. not tingly remember when i had that um during one of our new moon meditations when I totally had like on my meditation had ting tingly kept I, yeah I was all tingly like said over and over and then I like met you the next day I know <laughs> you're like uh <laughs> okay literal too literal <laughs> too literal meditation <laughs> meditation we have an amazing show speaking today. of not knowing how to say someone's name I know right <laughs> I should have bet you I should have bet you I know you. I should ask everyone how they think my name said though because no one ever gets my name right your last name yeah oh Deech. Deech like peach. Right. I have a friend. I don't like to say Deech like beach because people think that it's beach. Oh, right. But no one ever thinks my name is Kathy Peach. Right. <laughs> that makes sense. So, but my friend, my friend always would call me Peaches. So Aww, yeah. that's sweet. But um, we had a big debate on Instagram, if you haven't been following, about how to say this person's name, because I went with the Broadway pronunciation. Of course, the because musical. if you didn't know, Kathy Deach, Miss Peach, was on the Broadway. <laughs> and in a musical called Falsettos, there was a character called Trina, and that was the like, same way. And I was like, no, her name is Trina. Like the rapper. Like just Trina. Like everybody I've ever met named Trina. <laughs> That's how you say it. I've She's like, um, it's one. Trina. I've so we'd never. have conversations where Kathy would say <laughs> Trina and I would say Trina, but we were talking about the same person. But it ends up that Trina <laughs> is right. I won and I should have bet her. <laughs> and Trina Dong is here. Trina Dong. Who? She's not here yet, but she's going to be here. Yeah, well, she'll be sitting in a seat soon. But she's here in the building. Yes. We've already had a kiki, which is why yes. we know how to pronounce her name. Yes, we had to. I was like, <laughs> I came in. I was like, did I win? She was like, yes, you did. I was like, yes. um, We're both wearing pink and I kind of can't stand it with our pink I mean, things. my plaid. A little pink is. Things. I just love it so I much. I know. I love the satiny, silky Oh, thing. and look how cute my bracelet is. Oh. Somebody mm. gave it to me. Hello, Miss Anne-Marie Dean. I mean, you're not. Teach. I mean, I guess you are, but she is DJ Anderson. Yeah, and I have a bracelet too, which I never wear bracelets. That's from Avenue. That is from Avenue. It's so cute, and it's roses like my flowers. It's just adorable. We couldn't help it. I'm living my '90s dream. My dark. I know your choker. Choker. It's amazing. (laughs) So, um, some fun things happened this week. Well, we can call them fun. Fun, I suppose, kind of. But I think that no empowering. Yes, empowering things happened for sure. That fears eighth grader from Indiana like called the spade a spade on her test, which I loved in her like PE test. Which who has a written PE test? I'm just saying that's how bad it is. It's terrible. It's really bad. Like in PE, they uh, they. Instead of actually like doing some physical education, they were like, "Okay, let's calculate your BMI and do this whole thing." 
And she was like, and not she having literally it. wrote a novel. It's amazing. She it was wrote so an great essay about it, and we have some quotes. So she started off um, pretty much being like, "I really think this is like way old, this way of thinking." And she explains why there was there was an author that she had found that explained exactly why BMI is terrible. Uh, so let's say there is a fairly athletic woman who maintains a decent diet. She's five feet six inches and she weighs 190 pounds, but 80 percent of her body is muscle. That doesn't matter when calculating BMI. This woman's BMI would be 30.7, and she would be labeled obese. Does that make sense to you? Because it sure doesn't make sense to me. And then when you research further, which we did, and we posted an article on our Facebook page that so you definitely want to check out from NPR. It's amazing. Uh, one of the things is, is that this wasn't for individuals. This was never made for individuals. No, wait, wait. Can we just go back to the eighth grader for a second? Because yes. I just want to praise her a little bit more, and then we can talk about the NPR yeah, article. Yeah, of course. Um, my favorite part of what she wrote was, that she, at the very end, she said, by the way, my BMI is none of your concern because my body and my BMI are perfect and beautiful just the way they are. And she was like learning how to love herself and the fact that she stood up. I'm like thinking about myself in eighth grade and I was a pretty big tool bag in eighth grade. Like there's no way that I would have had the wherewithal to say oh, those yeah. things. Yeah. To I, I, I mean, I was considered obese in eighth grade. Oh yeah, me too. And wasn't like when we were calculating our BMI in eighth grade I remember my friends being like that can't be right you're like the strongest person I know like how how could you possibly be obese but I was but I wish that I would have had the wherewithal or that right. people were having a conversation about that or well let's be honest the interweb was not helping us out as kids at all no it wasn't even so, around so we didn't have that help and right. we didn't so she obviously got educated and was like let me research and had a what kick this ass is. doctor who was like girl but the you're reason good. why she went to the doctor was because this sent her spinning so terribly that she was wearing like four bras at a time in order to, to conceal cover her, her back, back fat, fat which at that when crazy. are we just gonna get over okay, it? Okay, but getting back to the to the NPR article, oh, I yeah. want to first of all, I want to point out when that BMI calculation came out. The idea for BMI was a ninth early nineteenth century idea, and I just want to remind you, we're in the twenty first century. <laughs> yeah, things have changed, and he used this idea to. To for for populace. Yes, it was for the populace. It was never meant to be broken down for the individual. That is something that our government did, and it's totally busted. And one of so there was like a list Ugh. of ten things. Each one of the things is explained at length by the uh, scientist. By the scientist on NPR, yeah, like this, they're, he's from he, Stanford. And his he, name is Kevin Devlin, and, and he amazing. does a um. He is an amazing it's, British. You can I mean, listen to it too. Like he, they interviewed him about it too. Yeah, but he like also wrote an article, which is amazing. And I mean, there's so all each one of these things. He literally breaks down why this is true. And just to give you a taste, the person who dreamed up the BMI said explicitly it could not and should not be used to indicate the level of fatness in an individual. Boom! It is scientifically nonsensical. It is physiologically wrong. It gets the logic wrong. It's bad statistics. It's lying by scientific authority. I mean, there. All of these things. It sounds very Trumpian, doesn't it? No, but it was. <laughs> <laughs> Not to be a jerk. But. but one of the ones that I thought was really interesting was that it said it makes more cynical members of society suspect that the medical insurance industry lobbies for the continued use of BMI to keep their profits high. And that's the rub. I mean, look, but he did also talk about how measuring your waist makes a difference. And I think that if you measure my waist, I'm a, I'm a chubs. <laughs> 
not going <laughs> to deny it. But also, like, it doesn't, that's not the only thing that you can factor in. Like, there has to be other not. things that you factor in, like your blood work and all of that stuff. Yeah, absolutely. I mean, there are other, There. the thing is, is that they're introducing this in grade school. You know, if you think about that age of 14, a girl most likely has just gotten her period, like just going through the change. I mean, and you are like an emotional wreck. And then let's add on to that this idea that I'm going to pinch your inches around your body to tell you whether you're- No, wait, no, wait. First of all, in front front of of everybody. everybody. Yeah. In front of everybody. I remember, like, I know exactly where this happened in my eighth grade class. I know exactly where we were when this happened, and all the cute boys were there. All of the girl, all the, like, be, like, you know, the mean girls were there. It was not a fun thing to have happen. No, it's, it's totally it's traumatic. traumatizing. And then they wonder why there there's bullying in schools. Like, you're literally, like, handing kids a, like, just like a guideline on how to do it like here's some points that you can make in order to do it it's it's really terrible and this is why i want us to lobby congress to stop using it we have to like get it together we have to create a think tank i'm not kidding i really am kenya we're looking at you (laughs) exactly kenya (laughs) and not the country kenya Kenya Parham. <laughs> We're looking at you. Girl. So the last one it said it embarrasses the US, which I kind of loved and I wrote the whole thing out. It is embarrassing for one of the most scientifically, technologically and medicinally advanced nations in the world to base advice on how to prevent one of the leading causes of poor health and premature death on a 200-year-old numerical track. 200 years old when stuff's 200 years old, it's outdated. <laughs> Just saying. <laughs> I mean, anything else. I don't you know why like, I had to sing that. No, it's but true. It's just but like anything mad. else that you use. So that's, can you imagine anything else that we like swear by? That's Let's like use dental years? practices from, from 200 <laughs> years ago. That sounds, which basically, that sounds thrilling. Which basically just like reaching into your mouth and pulling just a like tooth torture out. torture devices. Doesn't that sound smart? You just eat until your teeth fall out. That's That was that's what true. it was. That's true. That's <laughs> true. At least my Irish people, that's probably what it was. Probably. I mean, my I mom, think it's kind of My everybody. mom always is like, you got run Irish teeth. It's so funny. Um, <laughs> yeah. Another oh, thing that happens. Yes. This UK uh, beauty queen, Zoe Worlds. Gave back her crown. Dun dun dun. She's done. She was. They said to her, "Hey, before you go to nationals, you gotta, uh, you gotta lose weight." She was a size six. Yeah, size yeah. Six. We have a picture of her. Yeah, and she's stunning. She's gorgeous, guys. Honestly, she's so beautiful. And um, what a waste. It's like what she wrote this whole long, wonderful Facebook page post um and she said that if the pageant doesn't want to utilize my capabilities because i'm a size 10 oh she was a size 10 then it's their loss i'm not here to name and shame however i wanted to be honest with you all as to why i will not be participating in the competition i also thought what was interesting was that she talked about how the pageant that specific pageant was bullying young aspiring girls into believing that the only way that they could be successful was to be thin. Mm. And she was like, and I just don't think that it's right to have my face representing a pageant ethos that I don't believe in. Right, right. It, it comes from the top. And we found that when we well, were judges my, on our pageant. First of all, she is not the first one to step down exactly. for this reason. Another country, another year did it too. Yeah, because that's how severe the bullying is. 
I mean, they must have just been on top of her. Because here's the thing. As women, we are taught that sly comments about your weight are okay. Right? Right. Like someone being like, oh, this is, oh, this little slug, you might need a spank. You know, yeah, or, oh, you're, you're it's yeah. tight a little. Oh, it's like I can see it pinching you. Is that yeah. pinching? Oh, your shirt's puckering a tad. Yeah. Do you need to sit a pin? Yeah. So mm. there, there's we're used to passive aggressive things about our weight and taking it. So these guys must have must just be brutal. I mean, I can't imagine that you are pageant. How long was this girl in pageants? Probably. I mean, we don't. I mean, really her know. list. Her. She had a. I looked at her Facebook list. She had quite a bit. Quite of, a bit. Of She's been experience. doing pageants forever. This is the epit of me. She's about to go to Worlds or whatever it's called. Right. And all of a sudden, now she can't handle the pressure of losing weight. Like, it doesn't seem these guys must be terrible. They must be terrible humans because there already is a psychology in pageants to do that. Do you know right, what I'm saying, right. Eva? It's not so like this a... has got to be like outlier stuff. Like this isn't just they were pressuring me. They must have been like complete assholes up her ass. Don't you think? Right. Like send us your weights every day or yeah, every week or whatever. Yeah. We need your measurements. Whatever. I don't but know. But it's kind of like she won at that size. It's I not mean, like she won at a size six and then gained 20 thousand pounds exactly i mean she won at that size so let her win yeah worlds at that size yeah and by the way even if she hadn't even if she was a size six and now is a size 10 like who cares like it is it it should be more than that yeah it it it, it, i mean at least the pageant that we judged seemed to be more than that for sure i think i mean that was what i realized like i was like oh it's not about being a size zero and tiny and perfect. It wasn't about that. Yeah. I, I think that there was sort of a um, a feeling that if you were really fit, then you would have confidence. Does mm. that make sense? Like, I think that people sort of tie those together. Like, I don't feel like that's true. I mean, yes, I agree with you with, that people in the think that, world. but I think yeah. that that's also really not no, true no, with 91% of women hating themselves yeah, yeah. of the hating their bodies no, no, no. that's obviously not true yeah I mean it I definitely think it is a fallacy it's so funny because I was thinking today about um like have I ever known anyone who was heavy that really was confident no matter what like I feel like every single big girl I know has come around to body confidence. Like, I don't know one girl that out of the gate has always looked that way, just doesn't care. Do you know what I'm saying? Sure, sure. Like, that's how crazy it is that we have to go through this cycle of undoing Right. Yeah, and like the, undoing what we say to ourselves, undoing what we what we see all the time everywhere. Yeah. For sure. Even on um, Instagram, we keep finding these amazing, like gorgeous, curvy, big women with hot guys, Ugh. and every time it hits me. Every time you're like, Eva, can you do these with Peter? And I'm like. <laughs> I'm like, Eva, just do it so we have some. We need to contribute. <laughs> if I was with a guy, I would totally make him do it with me. And then shoot them from, like, here up. <laughs> I'm kidding, I'm kidding, I'm kidding. If you had the sheet position right, I would might do it. But um, but you know what I mean? Like, it's like our duty to put stuff out there. Why is it my duty always to be the naked one just saying? <laughs> you like it. <laughs> you like it. I didn't even I mean, pressure you that one time to do no, it. You did it on your I own. I did do it on my own. I don't know that I have to keep doing it. <laughs> 
so fear-pressuring her, guys. I'm she so is her. bullying me into doing <laughs> nudes with my husband. But I also was thinking, like, you know, no wonder for years I didn't think I could have anybody because I literally never saw pictures of anybody right. my size in love. Right. I, besides my parents and, um, like, the the Roseanne Barr show, like, right, right. <laughs> literally were, like, Roseanne and my parents were the only well, things I Well, and God forbid saw. Roseanne actually had a hot husband. Right. I mean, like, on television, the fat husband can have a hot wife, Leah Remini. Right. But can't be the other way around. Right, right. Although I have, I've always thought Dan Goodman was really hot. Okay. I really did. I I'm going to let thought, you have that. I always thought he was he's hot. He's a very talented actor, and I think he's very <laughs> funny, but... I always thought he was a hottie. But, you know, I really like a swarthy guy. You do. I really he's do. He's a little... I'm going to say that it's that. <laughs> <laughs> um, but how exciting that there are opp- opportunities for plus-size pageants, and one of our like one of our first friends of the show, Cher yeah. Rue, had just posted, like, as this was happening, posted that they're looking for new... Uh, California plus size America Miss America Miss California no Miss plus who Miss plus California plus one of those wait we wrote it down Miss California plus America pageant oh there you go (laughs) um so go go be in it if you want to be in a pageant put yourself in California we're gonna make Trina do it yeah oh my god she would win she would totally win She's hilarious. Oh my god! You guys are gonna have so much fun. Trina, with her. you don't even know Trina, it. We're, we're signing so you up right now. You up. We're paying for it. We're just. <laughs> we're gonna go to break, and then she's gonna be like, "Nowhere to be found." We're like, "Oh, um, so what are we talking about?" <laughs> Which we should. We should go to break and get her out here so we can spend more time. Oh with her. yes, go. Do All it. right, guys. So we'll be back. Plus this. Stay tuned. You know Trina. that sixty-seven percent of American women are size fourteen and above. You mean they look like? This? Yeah. So then where are we in television and film? And where are we in fashion magazines and clothing stores? Yeah. So we want to help out entertainment and fashion and media. Catch the F up. <laughs> Topics get hot. We want to hear what oh. y'all have to say. And they will get hot. Absolutely. I true. have a question for you. <laughs> yes. It's kind of like a dirty little one um so if you had to do a love scene with somebody else famous who would it be i will oscar I isaac know, oh hey, well, I, I asked you that and you had an answer <laughs> like right away we sang we laughed we cried we you gotta go cry. back Yo, no we didn't cry <laughs> we didn't cry everybody should be able to be seen in i mean maybe not every single campaign but Let's let's try to include it in as many campaigns as we can. Yeah, Witchy poo, we told We're you. We're just putting it in We're gonna the culture for you. We're gonna oh. get those candles. Yeah, people are having sex with us. We need to show that we're like part of the this society, and and being sexual is part of that. Absolutely. So, uh, so tough titty, you're fucking uncomfortable. Yeah. Watch a fat girl love herself. Applause! 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 So good. Plus this. Promotional consideration brought to you by Melissa Massey. Custom clothing isn't exclusively for the rich and famous. Melissa Massey is custom-made clothing for everyday wear. A unique combination of custom tailoring and deluxe fabrics that is well-made and fit for every size and frame. Made in L.A., Sold in LA and online at melissamassey.com. 
Hi. We're back. We're back. And we have a Trina Dong with us. What up, what up, everybody? Trina. 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 Did I say Trina? No, you didn't. Trina. I was going to say, did I no, just right say one. Trina? No, you're the right one. I just want to make and it I clear. <laughs> you were the right one, and we all know. Winner, winner, Trina Dill. <laughs> Eva likes winning. Trina, no, it's not. I it's like not. winning, too, so I'm proud of you. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Trina, I love that Michael Corte, City of yes. Tennis, put us together. So at our old studio, he recommended you, and then literally as you were going to be a guest, like, they... Shut imploded down. imploded oh so yeah. Well. yeah it was crazy so um now the timing's perfect though yes the the because we're best. signing you up for a pageant you're i heard started. i competing i yeah. already won yeah you're you gonna win perfect totally a we're gonna I judge it, it and we're gonna make you win <laughs> we're gonna stack we're those. gonna rig it did everybody hear that they're rigging it rigging elections not that why hard. not it's happening everywhere <laughs> You're a big improviser and a big sketch person. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And um, what brought you to L.A.? Are you an L.A. native? I'm not. I'm originally from Wisconsin. um, Wisconsin. Wisconsin. Do you say bag? I say bag. So weird. I try so hard. To say bag? But it just, you have to be really in the moment with yourself to catch it, and it never works. (laughs) Um, I moved here about three years ago. I lived in New York City for a really long time. Okay. I was actually an entertainment publicist for a long time oh. before I decided to kick it and actually go for the dream. Yeah. So That's here we are. Don't be a shadow artist. Be no, a real man. artist. Get out there. Yeah, stop making other people famous. Yeah. Let's get into it. What did you learn about doing that, though? You must have learned how I to learned be in the world. All the how things. to be in the world. <laughs> I learned all the things. Yeah. There's. I'm so lucky to have had that previous to this just because I can help myself. I can help people around me. Um, but this is much better. Yeah, <laughs> anyway. I'm sure. I'm sure. Yeah. And I love that you are doing a web series right now. That you were like, guess what, guys? They don't even mention my size. And yeah, yeah, yeah. Tell I us about shot it. this really amazing uh, digital miniseries uh, like a month ago ish. But I play like the dominating, like sexual best friend ish. And there's this really hot dude that's my co-star in the episode. And, you know, usually when we get these roles, right, mm-hmm. the in the description, it's like heavy, plus size, right. bigger, Rotund. Or whatever yeah. it is. Um, and this one was just, and there's usually a line that says, like, that wants that you acknowledges to, it. that acknowledges yeah. that you are, not that everybody can't tell, the, you know. They have to out you Exactly. You get outed pretty quick. <laughs> um, but this one was just not that. It was a really great experience to not have to think about it, to not have to talk about it, and just act and be a human and not be, you know, going in for something that, you know, so specific that only I could be in for. You know what I mean? Yeah. yeah it was I great. Love it so yeah. Much. That's great. So you had an audition and you got it. I, uh, it was kind of a, someone watched my reel, my clips, my headshot, and she was like, it's her. Let's I get it. I love it. Yeah. That's awesome. That yeah. feels good. And it's, is it a woman producer? It's a female producer, female director, mostly female crew. That's so awesome. Do you feel like like it's different? We've talked about this where having female producers and directors and all that, just like a lot of women around, it just the environment is so different. Not that I don't love the boys. No, sure. We're not saying we don't. Yeah, but but there's something more, um, and this director too, she's incredible and she's very not that male directors aren't but it's a hands-on situation she knows how you're probably feeling she Mm. knows you know how to speak to you in a way 
to where you're just going to thrive. And then to have, you know, your female DP and, you know, she's going to make you look as good as possible. Like, that's such a cool, cool experience. Yeah, it is. I love it. And I, I, love don't, it. I don't know. I... I'm all for the estrogen these days. Like, <laughs> oh yeah, um, but remember when we did our short? It was kind of hard to find a female DP. Oh really? Well, I think in our circles. Yeah. Well, like and in, in some circles it's not. In some circles you like throw a dart and they're there. No, but, but somebody I asked was like, "Why? Why does it have to be a female?" And I was like, "Because I want it to. Because yeah. I'm producing it, and that's what I want." Yeah. Hell yeah. But we did find a kick-ass DP. She's so good. It's Jen almost Hux. done. We're very excited, but it takes forever. Oh. And we're the post yeah. is like just kill me. Oh, so we're like this close. I know. Let's but we have like something it. else today, guys, which we'll oh, be showing yeah. you later. So we're very we're excited still about doing it. different la, la. stuff. We're doing <laughs> stuff. We're creating stuff, guys. Yeah. And so is Trina. Trina, you tell us about your podcast. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, I love doing this podcast. I do it with uh, one of my best friends, Stephanie Matsuba. What up, girl, if you're listening? (laughs) Um, Hello, Stephanie. (laughs) So we basically, we do a podcast. It's based on weird international dating things that are happening. So whether that be like a new app that we're like, what the hell is going on? Or someone experienced something on a TV show or just something not, not that U.S., Dating shows aren't absolutely crazy as well now. So, dating yeah. in the dark and naked, the naked in the dark and, and things. Like I that. mean, just The Bachelor is yeah, good enough. Good yeah. enough to crazy just go enough. on for hours. Yeah, yeah. Um, but we always have a male comedian on every episode, so we can get a little, you know, difference in opinion. And we just have fun and we just gab about stuff. People write in, ask us questions. Tell oh, us so weird when stories. so when so when I when I came in, I was like, oh, I listen to your podcast, and you're like, I was like, it was a guy. You're like, yeah, yeah they're guys. I didn't know. It was all guys. Opposed to having you know women on it, just kind of who ends up. We want to have you know a difference in opinion on the show, and we you know and a funny guy, perfect. And people write in and ask you guys questions. Yeah, more so like tell us crazy because we talk about the most insane things. Yeah, so people write in so that we can talk about their insane things that have personally happened. Okay, to them. so why do you think international is different than national? Like explain that to people if they don't understand exactly what that I- is don't know why it's so much different. One of our first episodes was about smell dating and it started in London and you smell go dating. speed dating and you smell each other's armpits and you They did that on and, The Bachelor. <laughs> yeah, they did. And then based and on And then the, smell, the guy was like, "Um, this one smells." He used a very specific <laughs> word. Um like that it wasn't good, but it wasn't like a bad word. It was like something, and she was so offended that he didn't like the way she smelled. I didn't really know that you watched The Bachelor that much, oh. Eva. Um, I used to do a little show on YouTube called um, Britain Brown, and we would talk like The Bachelor. Oh my and god! And like give recaps. Oh so gosh. yeah, I, I used to watch The Bachelor. That. Yeah, yeah, guys, I have to admit, I can't do With the Polly. Bachelor. Polly, Polly. Oh, I, I can't do The Bachelor. I just I tried that first season and I was just like oh my god is this life now is oh no if doing? you watch it with the whole purpose of it being ridiculous yeah. it's amazing <laughs> I quit recently I'm a recent quitter oh, okay. of The Bachelor but I wonder if the international thing is different because like if you think about like international television it's super weird yes. already like yeah. even like they show like Wheel of Fortune like Wheel of Fortune in Slovakia you're yeah. like 
what the hell is happening there? Like, you got to do a chicken dance to win? Yeah. Like, I don't understand what's happening. It's a very, I mean, that's just kind of, it's just different yeah. in different countries, which is totally cool. It's not always TV and apps. It can be like a news story of something right. crazy that love provoked. What is the craziest thing um, you can remember recently? I mean, the one that you were, t- the one that the you toilet. listened to, the toilet dating. Toilet dating. Pretty yes. wild. I don't remember the country right now, but you go and you, like, it's set up so you're sitting on toilets for your, it's like speed dating, but you're sitting on toilets but for like, your date. But, like, why? I feel like it's the most uncomfortable spot in the world, so what else could be more uncomfortable it's than sitting really on a toilet just next gross. to someone? It's really just gross. First <laughs> of all, I just have to say that my husband and I don't even go to the bathroom in front of each other. We just don't. No. And so to like go on a first date and do that just feels people are trying really hard. I mean, that's like vulnerable in a love. whole new way, right? Like it's yeah. just not. I mean, I my guess jam. that is a, a place where you're really vulnerable. But your <laughs> thing is, is that they didn't have their pants down. It wasn't like they were going they to were the just, bathroom. They yeah. were just sitting on toilets. That's, yeah, yeah, that's kind of weird. It's weird. And one guy that we had on actually brought something up to us. He there's I guess a park that people go to in an Asian country. And you, the parents bring their kids' resumes, like their life resume, not a career. And then you, you know, talk amongst the other parents and try to set each other up. And so oh, it's oh like arranged it's, marriage. It's like yeah. cruising in Central Park, it's, except <laughs> except your parents are doing it. Marriage cruising. Yeah. That is it's really so strange. Now, I has mean, it changed how you feel about dating? You do in the show? It's yeah. I mean, it's made it more. It's made it lighter. You okay. know, not everything. L.A. Dating in L.A. is such a ugly, ugly beast. Oh, and we were so, talking about it before. Yeah. I was like, I don't think I could handle it these days. I don't no. I'm not sure. No, I, I mean, we could totally go out for drinks after and talk about it. I and, literally like I've tried every website and app yeah. maybe once. OK. And went on one date. One. Uh, honestly, the one time it, the guy was really, really nice. I just didn't feel any chemistry. And he like clearly wanted to date me yeah. and that felt weird and yeah. sad and I was like oh shoot oh you're and like that. there's just not a spark bud I, just, <laughs> yeah, I, mean, I can't force it but exactly. I felt like we could if that wasn't the case I felt like we could have been friends for a really long yeah. time but then I tried that oh I tried that tinder and went on a terrible date. It was just bad. I can't. I don't know how. But Tinder's doing not it. for dating. Tinder's for. Well, this you is know when what? it no, first came I, out. It oh. was for dating. I know a couple like couples now that it met on Tinder. Where because they Tinder, went, you lie, they Tindered, though. and like, then the they... grocery store. You're a liar. You met on Tinder. Oh, oh. <laughs> <laughs> you know, it's crazy. But really, Tinder's for like getting your. It groove. should be really grinder, but grinders for gays. But right. so it's like but really. But it didn't start it out that way, Miss Married Lady. At the beginning, it was sure. real. There's oh wait! Sh- first of all, I have to say that <laughs> Tarina's podcast made me feel so old. They're all talking about all these like cool clubs that they're going to. Oh yeah, you know that one down the door, or whatever. And I'm just like, no clue. And then she's talking about going to see something at eleven o'clock at night, and I'm like. <laughs> yeah, I'm probably going to be listening to my hypnosis and falling asleep in that time. Listen, sometimes you just got to do it. I know. If the funny's not just, happening until uh, 11, you wait till 11. I guess. I it's guess. Very true. Now, what do you um what do you think of the improv community as far as uh bigger women? Like what do you I feel like honestly, I've seen more bigger women perform in improv than anywhere else in the city. Yeah, absolutely. That's definitely the case as far as comedy is concerned, for sure. Um, you know, it's not really something I think about until I see it in front of me because mm-hmm. I, I just, it's not 
always on my mind. But yeah, I mean, I think it's the improv community is an insanely accepting community if you surround yourself with the right folks. And I, I've had one, maybe one comment that, of someone that didn't know I was listening, maybe about my size. But other than that, it's just like if you're funny, you're funny. If you're not, you're not. It doesn't really matter what you look like, right? And have you been doing improv for a long time? Um, yeah, I've been doing it for a long time. I did it while I was in New York, while I was still a publicist. I would do it like whenever I had time. And On then the here, side, that yeah, was like your side I, job. That was my side, <laughs> my side piece. <laughs> and then, yeah, here for the last three years, I've on this team with a group of people that I just love laughing with oh, and you know when that. you're in that environment the your differences don't mean a whole lot that's yeah, great yeah for sure yeah. you just need each other yeah and absolutely you have to find tribes here in LA like it's for not sure. easy and no. the improv groups are a great way to do it I know many people in acting classes and improv groups like that was their tribe that's how they came up that's how they knew how to be in this yeah. crazy freaking LA world um speaking of we um made a little video that um, was a clapback to um, Bill Maher. Bill Maher, which yes. we talked about last week. So we're going to let y'all watch it, and then we're going to talk about women in comedy and fat jokes in comedy when we come back with Trina. Hey! New rule. When you greet someone, don't tell them they look great and then ask if they've lost weight. Saying, you look great is enough. Full stop. Their weight is none of your business and most likely will turn the conversation into a virtual Weight Watchers points competition worse than any fantasy football league. Soon to follow will be people one-upping each other with foodie Instagrams that look like someone up-chucked on a plate. Snore! If we wanted eating to be a competitive sport, we'd elbow some blue hairs out of the way at an early bird TGI Friday's buffet. <laughs> New rule, when I'm with my super hot husband, don't look me up and down and ask, hey, how'd you get him? In fact, don't do that to any big girl who has a super hot husband because the answer always is because I'm hot as fuck and actually he got me. Then go take a seat in your single as fuck corner that you crawled out of. <laughs> and finally, new rule, sometimes satirists have no idea that the point they're making is completely ironic. Sometimes they are totally culpable of the very thing they literally accuse others of with great disdain. Two episodes ago on Real Time, Bill Maher made the case that both extremes, the far left and the far right, makes things worse by agreeing on certain issues. One of those issues he called the bipartisan pro-fat movement and threw around stats about obesity being a huge chunk of our healthcare bill. Now, we're not going to spend this time explaining to Bill how fat people don't go to the doctor as often because of fat shaming. And even when they do, most doctors don't take their actual symptoms into consideration. They just take one look and say, lose weight and shove them out the door. Or about how even the Department of Health's BMI scale, which regulates what obesity is, has been debunked by studies over and over again as an antiquated system. No, we'd like to talk about the bipartisan company Bill keeps with the garbage he spews about fat people. He's probably not going to like it. Try the founder of the neo-Nazi site, The Daily Stormer, Andrew England. He likes to fat shame, too. He thinks the healthcare system is being tanked by fat people, especially women. He was the one who fat shamed Heather Heyer, the victim of the terrorist attack in Charlottesville, celebrating her murder because she was a drain on society. Sound familiar, Bill? Oh, Andrew thinks he was being hilarious, too, when pressed further by the Washington Post about his original 
cruel and base post, he twice referred to his blog as a joke and suggested that Heyer may have suffered a heart attack at the scene. See? A pair of fucking comedians you two are! <laughs> but unlike England, whose remarks were considered so terrible that his website was on a day-to-day -day cat and mouse chase with servers who felt like his comments were so deplorable, so despicable, that no one wants to give him a platform for so much hate, you? You get to keep talking on TV about how no one thinks mad jokes are funny anymore. <laughs> Fucking liberal softies. Bill, if you can't see how you are flirting with bipartisanship with the most amoral base in this country over making Chris Christie fat jokes, then maybe you shouldn't get to make jokes at all anymore. What good is a satirist who can't see he's a wolf blowing his own house a hay down? We'll be the pigs on the sidelines laughing as the roof caves in on your ass. Good, good night! Plus this. What did you guys think of that? What, what was that? How's that? <laughs> well, what, what, what was, was that? that? Well, what, I'm looking what? for people are giving us love. It's very nice. I mean... Yeah. We banged that out. We did. We, I mean, we had many feelings about it. Yeah, we did. Because, and that was beautifully written by Kathy. Oh, the you're peach, so nice the peach, the peach. To give me credit, I was is rage writing. <laughs> <laughs> My favorite kind of writing. Well, there were certain things that I had to say that I was like, oh, I wouldn't really say this, but I will say it because <laughs> I would not tell people to go crawl back in their single corner, but. <laughs> I will say it. <laughs> Acting. <laughs> Act like someone who would say who it. Who would say it. <laughs> um, so w one of the things we wanted to talk to you about was, do you feel like when you obviously watch a lot of comedy, not yeah. just improv, do you find, I mean, we, actually I should say, Eva has a dear friend who I am an acquaintance of who who is a man of a certain size and he loves to do his fat jokes. Mm. And when we go to comedy nights, there is sort of like... About himself. About himself. It, it, do you know Angelo Sarukas? I don't. Okay, he's like a... He's a big, real big guy. Uh -huh. And he loves to make... He likes to... That's like one of the first things that he says when he gets on stage is like, talks about his size. Yeah. yeah. And it, again, it's like that feeling like you have to make it be okay yeah. that you look the way you do. Mm -hmm. I was just wondering, do you find that for women and men, there's a difference there? Like, I mean, there was a woman who was not really fat. No, but I feel like every single person jokes. who came out, like once he announced them, because he kind of emceed it, uh -huh. once he came out, everybody seemed to once they came off on, on the stage, it seemed like everybody had to also make a fat joke about him. Yeah. I mean... Too? Like, that was kind of weird? Yeah. I don't... I would not call myself a stand-up comedian in any way whatsoever. I have a set. I've done... I do open mics when I feel like getting tortured. <laughs> uh, and my opening joke is about being plus size. Mm. And I think what that is... Uh, I mean, it's definitely insecurity, of course. But it also is, you know, you make fun of yourself before you can make fun of other people. Mm. However, uh, I wouldn't make fun of the other people. Do you know what I'm saying? Yeah. Like you, you, I wouldn't go on after him and make a joke because it's it's easy. It's the layup, right? You're like, oh, I know I'm going to nail this joke because now the crowd's in on it and right. we got a game. Right. And so I'm going to keep talking about this thing that I know everybody already thinks is funny. But is it funny? 
or is it just like something because you know you'll get a laugh but are you is it really sad but i find and that so, comedians always like no matter what they look like i feel like they they have they that's the first thing that's easy to comment on is how they look yeah like whether they're like a tiny little person or whatever they are it's like that's like I guess maybe if you're writing what you know, yeah. then that's the thing that you're going to comment on is because if you're making fun of yourself, then no one else can make fun of you because exactly. you're already like making fun of yourself. But I still kind of feel like it's a little bit sad. Yeah. I think if you were ever made fun of something, I mean, being a comedian is being, you know, there's something you're trying to work through. Right. And so I think if you're ever made fun for some reason, you probably do your own joke. You just know you can do it better. And then you get it out of the way. Uh, one of my favorite standups is Nicole Byer. Oh, uh-huh. okay. and she uh, the last set that I saw of her, she's gonna be like, she told like a fat joke about herself. She's like, that's the only one I'm gonna tell. And then she told the other, she's like, just kidding, told another one. <laughs> and so it's more of like a coming at you, like try me kind of thing. Right. Because those are the comments that we get, right? Like those are the social media haters. Those are the all of that. You know, they can't get you if you do it first. Right. But then after that, all of her other comedies about completely different things that are way more hilarious than talking about you know her size yeah for sure I you know it's this like idea in comedy that like women have to be hot but not too hot and if you are an outlier who is not then you better wear that on your sleeve as a comic I mean I did comedy for one show. Uh, <laughs> Wait, I heard about yes. this. Did you guys know that I, Kathy Deitch did the stand up for one I night was, I only? Was, I was a stand up comic once. I heard you uh, nailed it. I, heard. I fucking killed. Yeah. Um, it's on YouTube too, guys. But just from literally that one time, yeah. I was like, oh. I can never make this my life. No. I, there was so much open judging mm-hmm. happening. You know what I mean? Like there, it was an, a great audience because it was people who were taking a class, invited all their friends. Yeah. So it wasn't really the audience. It was like the comics who were invited to help out the newbies. It was this guy, the people who worked at the place. Like there's such like an edge of like, what are you gonna do? Yeah. And I just and that mm. also I felt also came with physical for sure too it's a make me laugh like you need to make me laugh because i'm here and that's what i'm here for and if you don't do it then you suck like that's the feel the vibe of those rooms especially an open mic room people are just going to run their new material right and they're just trying to get to their turn and so no one really cares about what you're saying yeah they don't even listen i mean i've been to open mics too and i haven't gone i've supported other people at open mics that's why like when it's an improv show definitely not my thing yeah (laughs) i am like definitely not doing it no i mean don't (laughs) 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 but the the cool thing when there's an improv show and there's a stand-up at an improv show those audiences tend to be more like wanting to laugh versus like waiting for you to make me laugh. Right. Like they want to have fun. It's an hour of like us having fun and laughing. So, you know, you get a better reception that way. Yeah. I want to talk really quickly about some of the videos you sent to us from BuzzFeed um, because they're doing a lot of fun, like plus size topics. And there was the one which we were totally familiar with. I was so happy to get to post it again um, about, what we see and we were talking about it a little bit earlier and about how empowering it is to see 
like usually really couture editorial photos with extremely extremely thin people. Um, <laughs> um, all of a sudden, with plus well, size girls. models, mod- models, extremely thin. They picked extremely thin model photos. Yeah, the ones that they Don't chose, there was a quite a difference between the two. Absolutely, I feel like those were like real thin models that they okay. picked. Yeah, I just in my opinion. I mean, maybe you. Don't you think? I just think they look like... I don't know. I'm conditioned to see women, at least in magazines, I'm used to seeing them that thin. So I didn't... I would, did, didn't strike me as like extra thin. You know what's really weird? And this is really true. <clears throat> because I do our Instagram. I'm telling you, Eva. Right. It's shocking to me. It, I, it like, it's like my eyes are opened. Yeah. Because I'm like constantly, constantly looking at plus size girls. It helps so much, by the way. Please do it. Add plus size girls to your Instagram feed. And it has really conditioned me. I mean, to... I'm, I'm looking at Instagram all the no, time, I too. Know, but I know, like, I know. But I guess I, I wasn't as like, oh, they're so skinny. Oh, I, was I was like, oh, they're models. But I, love, <laughs> but I love what you told us about how you felt like you like were especially the one about the risk taking and with fashion that yeah. you it would have maybe changed. Oh, yeah. so if you didn't watch it, there's a there. Do we post the one about the fashion? No, but I the can. girls on Buzz, Buzzfeed um, are challenging themselves every day for a week to do things that plus size girls are should not wear or do or things. Anyway, so you were saying about how that would have affected you. Yeah, I mean, I'm just so happy that and it's it's all things too. It's not just you know plus size people. It's Asian people, it's mm. black people, it's Hispanic people, you're more represented because there's more space on the internet. And so to be able for young girls today to see things like that, I just think it's such a huge uh, positive thing for them. If I was watching these girls, these girls are bomb. And so they're incredible. And if you watch how cool they look, maybe, you know, a young girl's fashion sense heightens a little bit earlier than maybe someone who had to wait to college to, like, be cool. Right. Or, <laughs> or for someone to say to them, like, oh, you can't wear that. And to oh. see, like, oh, no, I can wear that. And yeah. I can look really good. And people will stop me on the street and say something to me. Hell, yeah. Like, girls throw on that purple lip, put on some mascara, and you're going to, you know, you're, you can be bombed, too. And I think that's what a lot of we didn't get to see without having the internet kind of run us. Say what you want to say. There are tons of bad things about the internet, but this is a good one. Yeah, for sure. Yeah, Do you really feel great. like um, being Asian and plus size really is like something that people are blo- like not blown away by, but it's kind yeah. of like you're, I mean, you're half, like a un- so you're like a unicorn. I'm a u- half Asian <laughs> unicorn. Um, I mean, I guess I don't know. Maybe it's just no matter what, it's hard. Um, everybody's like, especially when you go on auditions, you talk to like your white friends, they'll be like, Oh, you're really big right now, like, you're gonna get auditions because diversity is in. First, it's like, Okay, don't talk to me ever again, but also, oh, right. you're like, oh, but also, you know, it. it's a thing, it's definitely like those that's what's happening. It's like big Asian, you know, that's two separate things that I have to deal with Mm. as far as like Hollywood is concerned you're not going to get something that doesn't want both of those things so yeah it's a hardship but also like I'm very blessed to just love what I'm doing great things will happen you know when they're supposed to and that's that's it do you feel like you have to self-create in order to get your experience down yeah but I think we all do now you know I'm self-creating with people of all shapes sizes and colors and so we're all trying to do it because you know that's how we're choosing to spend our time and to make it happen for ourselves but yeah i do think i 
a little more than others because then I'll have more content. I don't get, you know, five auditions a week. I get one every couple of months and, you know, you just got to wait and see what happens. Yeah, that makes a difference, right? Yeah. It's kind of like you you feel like you sort of take control of your own odds yeah. when you make your own content. I mean, it's so funny. You were asking if we do this every week and we're like, yep. <laughs> you know what I mean? Like, sure enough too because yeah. honestly, if we want to feel active and want to feel like we're participating in what's happening out here, yeah. you, you have to do your own thing, which is why I love your podcast. I think that that, by the way, it, also is hilarious you should watch it can you tell everyone exactly where they can find it and the name of it please yes so the podcast is called come clean uh it's hosted by myself and stephanie matsuba you can find it on itunes you can find it on stitcher you can find it on soundcloud um you can follow our separate instagrams what are your instagrams tell uh, the my instagram is the trina dong and then trina because yeah, i won trina <laughs> dong so follow us and uh Wait, season three is coming up and what's your what's uh, Stephanie's oh at Stephanie Matsuba M-A-T-S-U-B-A so she's we call her she's half Japanese half black I'm half Vietnamese, half white, and we're just uh, doing it for the hoppas in the streets. <laughs> we love it. We had um, uh, Jolene, Jolene Purdy. Purdy on. Okay. Do you know who she is? I don't. She's a hoppa. I'm allowed to call her that. She, and, um, she was on Orange is the New Black. Oh, okay. And cool. she totally thought she saw me in a show and totally thought that I was Hoppa. And I'm totally not. And But she like told our mutual friend I just like saw her do it and I thought I could do it I was like are you saying that you thinking I was Asian actually made you be a star is that what you're saying <laughs> all the but, credit is to you but listen right. I will tell you it is the crazy it's like at least once a month someone mistakens me um, I thought you were as well. You did! So, yeah. Guys, I can pass. You can pass. <laughs> Just do and it. I think it's hilarious because people always think that Kathy and I are sisters. And I I'm know. like, aren't you okay. half Asian too? <laughs> yeah, don't I look at yeah, Very much so. Just like real German. Just like a real German face over here. I mean, it is, it's so, but I, the thing about like, when you're a person of color and you're plus size, like you're right. And when people say it's such a great time for you, you must want to just slap them upside the oh, head. Oh yeah, I mean, you know, people just say things to so they feel better about what they're not getting. Mm. So it's like, mm. oh, it's not my time. It's okay. It's someone like her's time. All right, cool. If that makes you sleep at night, I don't care. <laughs> right. You know, but certainly it's the most, especially when it comes to- You're from, like, yes, it's my time. I've gotten so many auditions and uh, booking. Catch me on TV Monday through Friday. <laughs> like, no, it's not happening. <laughs> You're like, right. You know, I know it will, and when it you know does, you can say it's my time then. Yeah. But, you know, for right now- Which, it's, you don't know. you think Trina is like one of us? Like she's gonna be part of the posse, like oh. making things. We're gonna call you in and be like, "Girl, we need a director for this. Can you come in?" You're yeah. gonna be like, "Yeah, what?" I she's mean, be like, I'm too busy. I'm <laughs> on my own side. She never like, listen. I'm so sorry. Never. I just got hired by Oprah. <laughs> yeah. Was that gonna that? happen? Do you read that in my future? I mean, we yeah. Yeah. we, 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 we witchy stuff. stuff. We Thank wait, you. wait. I have to say, we witchy pooed. Um, Chrissy, Chrissy Metz, Metz getting, getting the Emmy nomination. 
By the way, guys. I mean, she was going to yes. get it. But. I love Chrissy. I love that whole damn show. Like, all I want to do is cry, 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 cry. cry. coming back. It's coming back. It's coming back. I want to know all the things. I yeah. love her. She's so. Oh, she was so great. And we witchy pooed it, and she did get nominated. Yeah. We're just so saying. we're witchy pooing. You're getting. Yeah. You're going to get a call from Oprah. From Oprah. <laughs> what up, yes. Oprah? I'm around at the treated dog. <laughs> get at me. <laughs> Twitter. What? Yeah. I think Oprah every now and then, like once every six weeks, like. Like picks up her phone and goes to her Twitter and goes, oh, oh that's and nice. And then hands it right back to someone. <laughs> don't you think? Definitely. Maybe, yeah. I don't Maybe know. not that, even that. Though. Yeah. So. I'm thinking she probably goes, hey, can you tweet this? I just had a thought. <laughs> yes. She says it to whoever someone, that, the tweeter. Someone go tweet that. <laughs> I had a thought. That's a really good tweet. That's a tweetable. That's a tweetable. That's a tweetable moment. <laughs> That's the dream, Somebody honestly. Somebody tweet that. You do a good Oprah. <laughs> you do. I, like, Oprah was before me. Yeah. I mean, that's really crazy. Can you have her on your improv show? Yeah. yeah, absolutely. <laughs> no. Character, no. Your character work is phenomenal. Yes. I mean, you literally closed your eyes and you were th- thinking... Oprah is in the room. <laughs> so ridiculous. Trina, thank you so much oh, for coming out. Guys. We're going to totally... And, and uh, what is the web series again so we can follow that as oh, well? Oh, unnamed at the moment? Oh, and no. so We'll It'll keep be you around. updated. We yeah. will keep you yeah, updated. Yeah, we'll be good. We'll be good. We posted a little snippet from it that, that I found of you. A snippet? Is it the one where you, um, the guy, you were like, um, don't make me pull out the big guns to the guy in the office? No. That's something totally that different? That one's very self-made, but thank you for thinking that was so way- good. Yeah, that was my friend, uh, my friend Mike. He wore a thong in that episode. Was yeah. Yes, he did. Yes, he uh, did. That's a different thing. That's just us, you Okay, know, well, that's well, part well of we will keep you hilarious. posted. Gina's yeah. going to let us know. We're yeah. going to keep you We're going to be tweeter friends yeah. now. We're going to be tweeting yeah, at each other definitely. all the time. So thank you for coming oh on. Oh, my God. You guys yeah, are the best. Thank you for having time. me. It was so fun. Oh my gosh, it was I know, so, so much too fun. short. Too always, short. Always seven too hours, guys. So I was told this was seven hours. <laughs> <laughs> we just do that so that well, you we'll sweat have, it all oh, out. We will have to have you come back on, please. <laughs> all right. Yes, please. Thanks, guys. Guys, see you next week, this time Thursday. I plus this. <laughs>